I'm Heather Roberts here with Jim Porter, the board president of Central Oregon Villages. Thank you so much, Jim, for taking the time today. Thanks for the opportunity. I know most of our listeners know you as the former chief of Ben Police, but you've been involved now with Central Oregon Villages for what, a little over a year now? Or over two years. Over two years. Oh, geez. See, time flies. You know, you got to count COVID times in there and, and there's no there's no time in there. Agreed. You guys have been working for a while now on developing a a managed site to help the homeless in Bend, but it's it's taken a little longer than everybody kind of expected to get that project off the ground. Where are things at at this point? Give us an update. Uh, right now where we're at, we expect to be able to open by uh, second week of May to third week of May. We've made substantial uh, strides in the last I want to say four to four and a half weeks after getting all of our permits in place from the city of Bend. And uh, to be fair to the city of Bend, remember, this was a new concept. It really wasn't being used a lot throughout the state. So we had to work through this together and work around the business, around the uh, building codes and find the reasonable ground in the middle of that. So it's uh, we're very, very excited. We've uh, this last week and a half, we've got all of our electrical wiring in to feed our shelters, our individual shelters. Uh, we have the gravel going out today to roll it flat to make sure we have the right grade so we don't have water pooling in other places. And uh, our fencing is going to go up shortly. We're uh, exceptionally excited by we were able to take a, a, an existing grant that we had from the state of Oregon, uh, innovate, innovative grant for sheltering people. And we were able to combine certain sections of the money and gain approval to uh, buy a, a shower toilet trailer. The original plan called for uh, the porta toilets but as you and I know, both know of being residents of Central Oregon, using porta toilets in the wintertime at minus two degrees is not humane in my in my in my mind. And so we were able to we were able to purchase, locate, and we're going to be purchasing a a shower trailer which is on wheels, kind of like what they use for forest fires for firefighters. It's uh, ADA compliant. It has a ramp for people with ADA uh, challenges, and we're very excited about that. That we'll actually be able to provide a humane shower and toilet facility for the uh, residents of the village. Presently, we've hired a case manager to help people through a navigator case manager. We have one of them now hired. We also have a camp, a camp host hired. Our next uh, state is to set up the shelters. And so everybody knows these are called pallet shelters. They literally come in on a pallet and you put them together and they're able to be moved. Each one has a heater and an air conditioning unit just because of our climate here in central Oregon. And we hope to have those, go ahead. Oh, I just was going to say, I want I want to back up just a little bit, because I know when people first started talking about this, they heard the term pallet shelters. And yeah. I, there was a bit of a misnomer that these were made out of pallets. That's not what these are. These are actual structures. Yeah, these are actual structures. And they literally fold the walls, fold up together, and you pin them in place, and then you put the roof on. And then they have two to four beds in them, depending on the size of them. They have a small working desk and a heater and an air conditioner in it. And they also have a plug-in for charging devices. Uh, they, the nice thing about those is if we need to move them, we can easily move them. They're uh, widely used in uh, sheltering and village uh, concepts throughout the West Coast and even some further back to the East Coast. It's a company out of the Seattle area that makes them. And uh, they're just right now they are they are kind of a go to shelter option, the hardened shelter option. Remind us where this is going. There was a lot of controversy when this first got approved for that location. Well, there was a lot of controversy for the 9th Street location. Uh, we are right now at 27th and Bear Creek. We are just south of the new car wash there and just south of the hotel there on the east side of 27th. We, uh, 
you know, we actually had a very smooth rollout. But, you know, we did we did something that, you know, it's a model policy is you have meetings, you have open houses, then you have meetings with the neighbors, then you go meet the neighbors where they live, you go knock on their doors, and you say, here's what we're doing, and here's our model, and here's who we're going to be housing there. Here's the strong rules we're going to have in place. Here's the security we're going to have in place. Keep you and them both, you and the villagers both safe. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of success. I went to both the open houses, and we may have had at the most 10%, absolutely, um, this is ridiculous, no one happening in my neighborhood. We had probably another 40% says, well, we'll wait and see how you operate it. Well, that's not true, probably about 35%. Then we had uh, we had overwhelming support of, uh, we like the concept, we're going to trust you, it needs to be done. And that includes the the, uh, the neighborhood association. We met with the neighborhood association, did presentations during their meetings, and we we were just very transparent. Again, remember our target villager are women uh, 15 over or women at risk, and we have room for women at risk with children also. You know, we have we have facilities here for that, but they're always running at capacity. And it's, the idea, yeah, go ahead. It the the outreach model that you're talking about, I, I can't help but point out it's very very different than what uh, just happened within the last couple of weeks with the plan down near Murphy Road, that idea to have a managed camp next to the Les Schwab at 97 and Murphy Road that the Ben City Council rolled out. One of their huge complaints was that there was no outreach done to the neighbors before the announcement that that's what they were going to use that property for. Do you think that's why you had such positive neighbor response? Or how do we get all these neighbors to buy into a plan if these facilities have to go somewhere? You know, you've touched on a couple of really good things, sir. You know, it's the model is people want to be heard and they're taxpayers. They got the right to be heard. And quite frankly, you know, when you when you listen to them, you get a lot of good ideas that improve your model or at least improve the ability to provide the service in those neighborhoods. Because while we think we know a lot of us think we know got a good handle on how this concept works. Uh, people outside looking in will also have a concept that you didn't think about. Right. Because you're focused on providing service internally, not so much externally right and so these uh, the people we've talked to have come up with some really really good ideas and asked some hard hard questions that made us double think about things and change the way we're going to roll things out that's one uh the second concept you talked about is where do we locate these uh these have to be close to urban areas close to food close to bus lines close to transportation and close close to uh all the services people need whether that be mental health services or physical health services right and you hear these concepts, you know, up in the mid-Columbia River right now. They're they're talking about siding one, and I can't remember which county it is. It's mid-Columbia River. They're talking about putting a mile and a half, two miles out of town. That, that, that doesn't work. If you want these people to be able to get access to mental health, to get food, they've got to be close to that. And that's and there's the balance. Where do you find someplace close to that that doesn't threaten neighborhoods? Um, as far as the South End project was, you know, all everybody concerned was under a deadline they believed was accurate, the removal of uh, campers off of Hunter Road. That was a deadline uh, put in place by the county asking them, those people to be moved off so the county could roll their dump trucks through there to work on the Hunter Road project. And so the city was responding to an actual need. And so the city saw a quick opportunity to maybe meet the county's needs using city resources. And it, it did get ahead. It got ahead of itself a little bit. And, uh, they were talking final plan versus uh, vision and implementation and what it should look like. And so you're right. It's um, 
I believe it was both county and city trying to do the best they could in a quick, short order. And it should have followed. It could have followed a better model and possibly had some success. In the last minute, minute and a half that we've got, talk to me a little bit about going forward. Are there other projects for Central Oregon Villages in the works? Are you going to benefit from the state funding that was just approved for homelessness? A couple of things. We already have a uh, safe parking up and standing with two shelters in the uh, Ben Church parking lot there on uh, Bond Street. That's been successfully up and standing for three months now. We've had uh, no problems there. Again, the neighbors were extremely against that until it stood up, and we've had not heard any problems at all from the neighbors. So we already have an active mini camp, if you will, running. Second part, the funding is my understanding is most of the funding is to keep people in their present homes and to facilitate uh, long-term housing for people. Now, I see that probably will be a great deal of advantage to Portland as they, or excuse me, to Bend as they develop the Stevens the Stevens property out and other non neither low income to zero income housing. I see that as really being, but to us, we we have looked at them. We just do not see where we're going to be able to uh, profit from that. But then again, we've got pretty stable funding with what we have now. Where does most of your funding come from? Uh, the city of Bend. We have a contract with city of Bend. They use the okay. uh, ARPA funding. Am I saying that right? The yes. ARPA funding. Yes, ARPA they use, funding. They use some of that. And we've gotten state grants up to 300 and $14,000. And we're going to start fundraising after we get the village up and running. Okay. And that contract is for three years. Jim Porter with Central Oregon Villages. We are out of time. And I, uh, you say that we've got uh, about another month, six weeks or so before you have that facility open at 27th and Bear Creek. Can we check back in with you once it's up and running? You can or our executive director too, either way. Okay. We will definitely do that. Jim Porter, okay. thank you so much. Sure. You're listening to FM News 100 and 1110 KBND.